0: Hi, this is Amy Thompson, the Dean of Enrollment at Loomis Chafee, and welcome to our Genuine Admission Podcast. We have a great episode lined up for today. I'm really excited to have this conversation. We we were able to get two very highly in-demand Loomis Chafee faculty members to sit down and and speak with me for a few few minutes today um, to talk about advising at Loomis, and specifically the theme of building community through advising. And I'm really excited to uh, to have this conversation. I know that just for myself personally, um, since I arrived at Loomis Chafee in 2007, definitely one of the, one of the things I've enjoyed the m- very most about my work has been my work as an advisor. And I do think that uh, Loomis does an exceptional job with the advising program. And today I have with me uh, Jessica Matskin, who is our Dean of Students at Loomis and uh, really oversees the advising program uh, and is also an advisor. And, uh, and Ed Pond, who is a long-term faculty member at Loomis and wears a number of different hats, including uh, being known as, a, as an exceptional advisor. So we are really excited to have Ed and Jess here. And I'm just gonna kick it over to them to introduce themselves to you, tell, them, tell you a little bit about their background and how, you know, how they ended up at Loomis. Um, and then we will
1: get going on talking about advising. So, Ed. Hi, Amy. Um, Thanks for the the introduction. Um, Just a little background on me. Uh, This is my 25th year at Loomis. Um, I teach in the science department. Uh, I teach the physics classes. Uh, I also coach the the boys and girls water polo teams currently. Um, I've served as a department head, lived in the dorms for about for 16 years and 13 of those were were as a dorm head. Uh, I currently live just off campus um, in school-owned housing and and work as an affiliate um, in one of the the dormitories here, fourth year as as an affiliate.
0: Awesome, thank you so much, Ed. So we're, we're gonna have a lot to talk about with you today about what you've seen over your time at Loomis with advising. Jess, can you just introduce yourself to our audience?
2: Sure, so my name is Jess Madskin, I'm Dean of Students. I'm also the Dean of the Senior Class here at Loomis, Class of 2021, we're very excited for them in their senior year this year. Um, I also live on campus and I um, teach an ethics class and I also um, coach JV lacrosse. I have been here at Loomis, just this is my second year, but I come from uh, a long career in boarding schools and in day schools. I'm really happy to be here with my family. I have three children, one who is a one daughter who is a freshman year here, here at Loomis and um, was drawn to this community for, for a number of reasons including the strong advisory program, which I believe is the cornerstone of a of a high school education.
0: So on that note, I mean, I love that that, that term about advising being the cornerstone. Can you just kind of set the landscape for everyone about how advising is the cornerstone at Loomis? Kind of what the overall goals of the program are, and then maybe even just some nuts and bolts about how it works. Because not everyone listening might might know how we how we um, how we set up our advising and structure our advising program.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I I think one of the most important things of 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 adolescence is is learning about yourself through your relationships with others. Um, and one of the things about Loomis is is the advising program and the emphasis on building a really strong relationship with faculty. So every student here is an assigned an advisor and new to us this year is that we um, separated out the ninth grade advisors and really decided that the ninth grade experience is different than any other experience and wanted to have a group of advisors who were here to support our students as they transition into high school. Um, and so every incoming freshman was assigned an advisor who they meet with regularly. They They are there to help um oversee the whole experience, right? Um, and that means helping them adjust socially, emotionally, and academically. Um, and then our sophomores, juniors, and seniors are also assigned an advisor. And moving forward they will have this advisor for three years um, with the idea that the, the adult on campus will have a relationship with their advisee and really get to know them understand who they are be able to encourage them and push them along to try new things to take risks to um, support them when they feel challenged. Um, and also to build a relationship with the family. Um, this is a person who is able to be a liaison between the school community and their, and their child, especially when they're a boarding student. So. Um, There are a lot of reasons why I think that our program is so successful, but first and foremost, I think that our faculty really believe in the advisory experience. They believe in building relationships with um, students here on campus um, and understand that this is a huge part of their experience as they transition through high school and then on to college
0: and also i think you know ed would agree that um from the advising standpoint that you know we learn so much as advisors from our advisees right and and those relationships are 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 very two way relationships Ed, you know, you've been at Loomis for a long time, as you noted as you noted before, and and as you heard from Jess, you know, we've made some changes to the advising program this year. This actually isn't the first time that we've changed up the advising program a little bit. I mean, I just know from being here, whatever, 14 of those years, that we've we've experimented with some different things. It's actually one of the things that I really like about Loomis is that we're not afraid to, to try something new um, and see whether or not it works. You know, over the time that you've been here, um, you've seen changes as well. Do you think that there's particular benefits to the way that we're doing advising at this point in time? Or can you talk a little bit about some of those changes that we've seen?
1: Uh, sure, Amy. Um, I think, you know, the, the, the major shift um, is moving the advising system from what was what was originally a, a dorm-centered advising system where um, the, the boarding students were always advised by faculty members that lived in the dorm or uh, worked in the dorm as affiliates. Um, and and the, the change is is now that we've we've opened things up considerably um, and advisors uh, can advise across dorms. Um, you know, students have a much wider variety of of choices of who their advisor is. Um, and you know, as in the in the old system, students would move from dorm to dorm and have to change advisors um, when they when they switch their residences um, and, and and that led to, to some inconsistencies with with the advising um, and, and not maybe not quite as robust a relationship um, that uh, Jess talked about so uh, you know I think the, the big advantage of the current system is you know the, the students have more choice um, and and when they make a connection with an adult uh, here on campus whether it's a teacher or a coach or somebody who works in the dorm um, they have they have uh, some input into who their advisee, advisor is going to be, and, uh, and then can maintain that that relationship and build on that relationship over the course of their, their careers here.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's so true, and I think, I think about my own experience as a day faculty member at Loomis not being in a dormitory, and, and when I first came here, I was only advising day students. Um, and now I think about the difference between that and now when my advising group of five are actually this year for the first time in 14 years, I have all boarding students, um, which and across different grades, um, different genders, different dormitories, um, different, you know, and very different people. I have some international students, domestic students, students from all over the country. It's just, it's a, it's a wonderful experience as a group as well. And I'm wondering if um, either of you could talk a little bit about that's also some of the shift that we've made is toward kind of the the, the tag model, the the group advisory, not just individual advising.
2: yeah, so i'll'll I'm happy to respond to that. I think that what we learned last year when um, the pandemic um, it became apparent that we were going to be online for for part of the spring. Um, that the advisor-advisee relationship was really important in terms of maintaining community. And we knew that we had to set some time aside for our advisors and advisees to meet. So heading into this school year, that became a priority. And so we built into the schedule, the um, what we call the Thursday advisory group. So every Thursday, the whole school has set aside time for advisors and advisees to meet. And much of that time is structured with some guided curriculum uh, in order to make sure that we are still having a fulfilling experience when it comes to convocation speakers and being able to have um, discussions around topics that are central to our community focus. And so this year we've, we've for example, spent a lot of time this fall talking about um, issues around social justice. And that Thursday advisory group has allowed us to um, bring together our advisees who are often from different parts of the world and have had different upbringings, and bring them together for a conversation. Um, and I know for me, um, right now, I actually have all senior advisees, and it's been it's been great to be able to. Uh, spend some time talking about topics that are important to them um, and important to their own uh, growth as they prepare to transition to college. So uh, the Thursday Advisory Group has allowed us to prioritize some time specifically for advisors and advisees to meet. Um, I also know that most advisors carve out additional time during the week um, either to go for a walk or to have a meal or just to set up a chat, whether it's face-to-face or right now um, by by way of Zoom in order to connect and, and check in. So that's been a cornerstone of, 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 I think, continuing to bring the community together, um, even though um, we're in challenging times. So
0: Ed, I... Um you have been advising for a long time, both in the dorm and now you're out of the dorm. And one of the things that Jess was talking about was you know, our, our role as advisors with kind of working through our issues with our students. And so I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about some of the challenges of advising and what some of the typical issues are that you see your advisees dealing with over the, over, you know, the different types of uh, ages and stages that you've witnessed in your time as an advisor.
1: Uh, sure, Amy. Um... Right now, I'm advising uh, all exclusively freshmen. As Jeff said, we've got a we've got a cohort of advisors that are um, targeting that transition in particular. Uh, and certainly this year, uh, given the circumstances, there have been some uh, new challenges for for advisees and advisors to face. Um, I think the shift in our academic program and the and helping students navigate asynchronous lessons and uh, the new schedule um, has been a focal point of my work <laughs> this fall. Um, I mean, more generally, uh, with the younger students, it's it, it's usually an advisor uh, role is is to help out in the transition to the school, um, you know, becoming part of the community if they're boarders, um, you know, learning how to live on their own and 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 gain some independence. Um, you know, with 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 day students. Um, I've, I've found that the, the focus is a little bit more on the academic side of the house, um, but but they too need need encouragement and support in engaging all the the different opportunities that uh, that Loomis has to offer. Um, as a, as the students get older, and I and, and last year I had a, a mix of juniors and seniors um, that I advised. Um, you know, for the juniors, often oftentimes it's it's uh, navigating a, a pretty demanding Junior year curriculum um, with with the college process looming and and with seniors uh, in particular that you know sort of helping them and supporting them through college process and um, and you know just making sure that they're in a in a good place when it comes to um, understanding that that you know the process is going to play out and uh, and that they're going to they're going to land on their feet just fine. Um, but you know, over, overall, I, I think you know my my biggest sort of you know guiding principle as advise as an advisor is to is to really try to get them to know the students as as individuals, um, get to know what what they're about, what makes them tick, and then sort of point them um, and steer them in directions that they might not have discovered here at Loomis. Um, you know, whether it's it's engaging in in a theater program or. Um, taking an art course that they that they might not have have thought about, or or embracing a new new sports uh, or athletics challenge. Um, you know, as a the fact I think the faculty members have a pretty good grasp on on what Loomis has to offer, and, and just making sure that the students are are getting that information and getting some guidance and encouragement is is central to um, the role an advisor serves.
0: That balance between support and challenge, really, right? Like, you know, trying to get to know students well enough to know when the support is needed and when to when to push them a little bit. I mean, that's why they're coming to schools like Loomis, is because they want they want to go out their comfort zone, they want to be pushed a little bit. And so, um, but but what's appropriate and what's the balance there. So so Jess, how do we, you know, how do we train and support terrific advisors like Ed in, in knowing when to do that? And how to do that? I mean, can you talk a little bit about just how we tra- how we how we create great advisors?
2: So, uh, we we take training our advisors um, pretty seriously. Every time that a new faculty is brought into the Loomis community, part of their onboarding is about uh, being able to provide good guidance around what it means to be a really great advisor. Um, part of that is. Um, bringing in some of our favorite advisors like Ed and helping them talk about what that experience is like, but also being able to provide continued support for them as they navigate their first year at Loomis as an advisor. Um, In addition, we've tried to make sure that we provide opportunities for all advisors to come together and meet and discuss um, with with their deans or with um, my one of my colleagues who helps oversee the Thursday advisory groups um, and offer them the support and guidance that they need to be able to have some of those brave conversations. Also, I think it's important to note, Amy, that we spend a lot of time during the summer trying to correctly match our, our students with their advisor. So um, we work with the admissions office to understand who our incoming freshmen are and make sure that we are doing our best to try and find a good match for those ninth graders. And then in addition, those students that are transitioning from ninth grade to 10th grade or new sophomores or juniors, we also ask them to select some faculty members who they think would be a good match for them as an advisor. And Um, In turn, we look at who the advisors are and making sure that we can um, find them a group that, that sort of fits. So there's a lot of care and dedication that is spent trying to make sure that the match is really good. Um, And working with that faculty member to make sure that they feel like they are supported.
0: Yeah, that whole idea of making the match, um, you know, I as, as we're having this conversation, I'm in my office, and I'm looking at my bulletin board, and I have my pictures up of all of my advisees over the years at commencement, and it's just, it's so... Um, it, it's 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 so rewarding to to think about how those relationships get built over the time that you work with a student, whether it's not whether it's for one year or for even four years in some cases. Um, and so, I'd love to just shift gears a little bit to just talk about the, the relationships. And so, Ed, I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind um, just thinking a little bit and sharing with us maybe an example of an advising relationship or, or, or two that you've had that. You felt was particularly impactful for you uh, as a person with that relationship. No names, of course, but just an example to share with everybody um, so they can get a sense of how they, you know, how these how these relationships work.
1: Sure, Amy. Um, there's there's two that sort of jumped out at me. Um, the first was um, a, a student who uh, whose transition to Loomis was a real challenge. Um, you know, came from a from a, a background that was, uh, you know, very uh, dissimilar to uh, what what the student experienced here at, at Loomis, um, and and struggled uh, throughout freshman year, um, you know, and and you know the relationship was was cultivated during that time. Um, I think the student felt, uh, you know, the support, and and we we developed a good amount of trust um, and. You know, as the as the student progressed through their career here at Loomis, um, just saw tremendous growth um in all aspects, uh as a student, as a leader, um, as a as an athlete, um, as a as a dorm uh as an RA in the dorms. Um and you know, I, I was fortunate that I was able to engage the student both in my classroom and um and in the dormitory as a, as an advisor, and see that growth. Um, and it was I, I went to visit the college that that he was at, um, and we actually I sat in on a on a physics class, and he was in there taking the physics class, and, and saw me at the end, and just gave me a huge smile, um, and just you know was was so appreciative of the transformative experience that they had at at Loomis, and and how it set them up for um, what was what was a really um, Good first year in, in college, um, and and you know that, that that was the type of relationship that uh, that really sort of defines you know, what what a what an advice, what an impact an advisor can have, um, and the other one is 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 not completely dissimilar, but um, you know another another student that I engaged in the in the dormitory for three years and advised for three years, um, coached and taught. Um, and and again, just seeing that, that growing maturity and the, this student in particular really sort of stepped outside of themselves to engage the community and um, you know that that type of of, of growth is uh, is it's fun to fun to be part of um, and you know the relationships that I had with, with the parents of those 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 two students also was a, was a real um, positive experience for me. Um, and you know, it, it just, it worked really, really well. And, um, and that was, that was just fun to be part of.
0: Yeah. That whole concept, that whole idea of, of growth is so huge with the advising program. And I love that you mentioned the parent relationship as well, because as I, as I look at my photos on my bulletin board, one of the things I think of is actually the family relationship. And I think about, oh, you know, I, I miss, you know, not not having those conversations sometimes with with some of the parents who uh, of the my advisees over the years. You know, when when the students leave, the parents leave too um, often, and so unless there's other children at the school, and so um, you know it, that those can turn into really rich relationships over a long period of time as well. Um, so I guess I'd like to just wrap up today, just with just asking you both to talk about what your favorite part is about advising, or even just you know, I know you talked about your role as a dean and as well, um, and um, you know what, you know why you feel that it's so important in in a, in building community at Loomis.
2: Uh, I love it, advising. Is actually. My, I love it. It's my favorite part of my job here at Loomis actually Um, and I think it's really helped me a lot with being a class dean. Um, I think my advisees who are seniors actually advocate for me often when it comes to making sure to rally the rest of the seniors behind whatever I might be asking for them. I love advising because on any given day, I could have one advisee stop by, or I can have five advisees stop by to talk about anything. Sometimes it's that they'll pop in to tell me that they just did really well on their genetics test, or sometimes they'll pop in because they're trying to figure something out. But it is certainly the part of my job that I'm probably most proud of, and I I'm really excited about my seniors heading off to college next year and feel confident that as they, as they go off and these new adventures that they'll keep in touch. Um, it's really, I think for me, what makes being an educator so, so fulfilling. So I'm glad I got to be a part of the podcast because it's this part of education that I think is really so invaluable.
0: Yes. Yes, and, and you know often we focus a lot on making sure people know about you know the incredible academic program and, and you know and other elements of, of community life, but to focus specifically on advising is such a huge part of the ethos of an institution. I think this is a really good topic for us to to be sharing with our prospective families. Ed, any anything you want to add to that or, or thoughts? Uh,
1: yeah, just I, I think um, you know I think community and the and the notion of, of, of building a strong community hinges on uh the, the, the idea that, that the students feel like they belong here um and and that that isn't always immediately uh apparent to the students but I think the, the work of advising and and building that initial uh student faculty relationship uh gives the gives the student the the foundation uh foundational relationship that says, Yes, I do belong here um and and then it just takes off from there. Um so a a very, very important part of the work that we do here, uh, very rewarding uh aspect of the work and um yeah.
0: So true, so true. And I just have to say as a, as a final note that as many listeners know, I'm not just the Loomis Dean of Enrollment. I'm also the Loomis parent. I've got two daughters who've graduated from the school. Um, one is a junior in college. One is a started, is just in her first year of college. And then um, I have a, a junior at Loomis right now. And I have to say that if I probably sat down with them on our one of our weekly Zoom calls that we've been having um, with the sisters down in college and and I said something along the lines of what are you know what do you think is one of the best parts about your Loomis experience without a doubt their relationship with their advisor would be right at the top. Um, I, I think that the relationships that they built over time and they have all had three very different advisors but the relationships that they built and the young women that they have become and are continuing to become are absolutely impacted by those relationships with their advisors at loomis and so so we will we'll wrap it up for today but i just want to thank again our, our terrific guests uh ed pond and jess Matskin, for taking time today to t- talk with me about the advising program and building community at loomis chafee through advising thank you so much for listening